Hi everyone, this is Justin Vaughn with MirrorMed Global Services, and today's article is entitled, Update on Provider Relief Fund, Reporting Period Delayed. Think back to high school or college and the stresses you were under to complete an assigned report before the submission due date. A topic had to be selected, the research had to be conducted, and the actual writing process had to begin. The time and tedium of the task could be overwhelming for some, leading many to dread these laborious projects. No wonder then that some individuals, even years after graduation, will experience nightmares of being back in school and failing to have the required material by the day of reckoning. Well, for those of you who have been dreading the submission of reports as required by the Provider Relief Fund, or PRF, mandates, you can breathe a little easier. The due date has just been extended. This section is entitled, Deadline Delayed. By way of background, the Department of Health and Human Services, or HHS, had previously published a set of reporting instructions that would apply to those receiving PRF funds in excess of $10,000 in the aggregate. The department had originally planned on opening a reporting portal by January 15, 2021, and had set February 15 of this year as the first deadline for submissions. However, with the passage of the Coronavirus Response and Relief Supplemental Appropriations, or SIRSA, Act in December, an additional $3 billion was added to the PRF program fund. This, along with the inclusion of new language within SIRSA, implicating PRF reporting requirements, created new roadblocks to the original timeline. To be more specific, it has taken some time for HHS to update the PRF reporting requirements so that they correlate with the now current law. In other words, the passage of SIRSA made it inevitable that a delay in the reporting requirements would be necessary. In addition, HHS officials felt it would be critical for PRF recipients to have additional time to familiarize themselves with the new requirements. As of this writing, the new deadline for actual PRF reporting has yet to be announced. Here's an excerpt from the January 15, 2021 HHS announcement that PRF recipients will find most helpful. Quote, in the interim, however, starting today, HHS is encouraging all PRF recipients that have received aggregate PRF payments that exceed $10,000 to establish a reporting account by registering at the newly enabled PRF reporting website. While there is currently no deadline for providers to establish a reporting account in the newly enabled reporting portal, all providers will be required to complete this first step in order to advance and fulfill their reporting requirements once HHS announces the new deadline to do so. The announcement goes on to list those PRF recipients for whom the reporting requirements do not apply. Quote, the reporting requirement released today do not apply to funds from nursing home infection control, rural health clinics, testing, and COVID-19 claims reimbursement to healthcare providers and facilities for testing. Uh, treatment and vaccine administration for the uninsured recipients 
is also among that list uh, that does not apply uh, to these new requirements. Now, for those <clears throat> planning to report and needing to register, uh, the portal can be accessed by going to the government's HHS Reporting Requirements and Auditing website. That's where you'll find a link to the portal. All right, this next section is entitled Requirements Revised. As alluded to earlier, the new SIRSA law actually changed some of the original PRF reporting requirements. That's sort of like your English professor giving you one set of parameters for your term paper at the beginning of the semester, but then changing all that up after you've already completed half the project. The American Hospital Association, or AHA, released a special bulletin in which they summarize some of the new PRF reporting requirements. They include the following. One, providers will need to be allowed to calculate lost revenue using one of three methods, and those are A, the difference between 2019 and 2020 actual patient care revenue, B, the difference between 2020 budgeted and 2020 actual patient care revenue using a budget that was established and approved prior to March 27 of 2020, or C, any other reasonable method which providers must describe and justify its use. Number two, subsidiaries, parent organizations may transfer, quote, targeted distribution, end quote, to another subsidiary. However, the original targeted distribution recipients are the entities that must report on the use of funds. HHS also states that transferred targeted distributions face an increased likelihood of audit. Okay, the full range of requirements can be accessed, again, by going to uh, the government's uh, link that reads General and Targeted Distribution Post-Payment Notice of Reporting Requirements. And that's dated January 15, 2021. That's the uh, HHS website. So please reach out to us at info at miramedgs.com if you have any questions about this or any other topic. Remember that our mission is to support you and the work that hospitals do through our own innovative business solutions. If we can help you, uh, please reach out to us. Thanks so much.